What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on fam? What you're going to be listening to is an inside scoop of my team meetings that I run every Wednesday with all my clients of the VU fam. So in this team meeting, we go over your struggles, we go over your wins, and we talk about ways on how I can actually elevate my whole coaching experience so that they can get better results. So stay tuned. If you're not a client of mine and you would like to know more details on how you can join the VUFAM, you can send me a message on Instagram at Vision Fitness to inquire more about coaching. Anyways, hope you get value from this episode and let's listen in. Welcome to the team meeting. Ellen. So it looks like it's just you in the house. We literally just got off the phone not too long ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not sure what happened. I think uh, everyone's busy today for some reason. Um, but yeah, other than that, Ellen, give us your biggest win. Look, I already shared with you, but I have a new max weight for my, um, like my press up with dumbbells, and it's 12.5 kilos on each dumbbell. Let's go. That's, that's a big one for me. But when I started at like seven kilos on each dumbbell. So yay. That's a huge freaking win. That's like almost double your starting weight. You're getting there. You're getting there. That's a huge freaking win. Well, and I think a lot, I probably could have started at higher. It's not that I probably didn't have the strength, but it's like DJ's um, live a couple of weeks ago where he's talking about getting used to the movements, right? It, it was something I hadn't done in a really long time. So my body got used to it. And not only am I, am I stronger, but because I'm used to it, I'm, a, I'm able to do it quite a bit of ease. And I was able to, you know, increase my weight faster than I yes. thought I would because of both. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think like what DJ mentioned as well, it's always, you want to focus on mastering your technique first before you even considered adding any weight. So I love that you did that. And that was honestly the right thing to do. So you know, safety first, perfecting the technique first before you increase the weight. Love that. Huge wins. Awesome. All right. Uh, by the way, we have DJ in the house. I haven't seen this guy in like three weeks. DJ, let us know how the other side of the what's world up? is now. Yo, what's going on? Hello, hello. We missed you. It's been awesome. It's been great. It's been, uh, yeah, it's a transition for sure. Um, first of all, I appreciate you implementing. Um, I, 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 I love that. Um, and yeah, everything you said was true. So I'm glad that you're like you're mastering the form because that's what's going to really improve everything because in the beginning phases, especially that's where it's most crucial to like hammer down the form because it's harder, it becomes harder to unlearn bad habits, right? So the better that you have the form now, the better off you are down the line doing that same exercise a million times. A lot of times people learn um, poor form and then go go like better and they try to get better with the weight and go hard to go hard and then they end up slipping a disc in their back or like end up injuring themselves so that's definitely a great approach so i love that um but yeah so it's been about two weeks down here and i think the biggest thing that i'm learning right now is that um recreating um, a routine with like just like 
just like with everything going on, it was, has been really challenging. Um, and I just did a live actually recently on making a routine that um, in transition. And basically what I talked about was like, it's not supposed to look like your, you know, perfect routine. It's going to be modified and got to realize that like, even if you get 50% done, it's still better than getting zero. And that's kind of what I'm trying to come to terms with, because obviously like the way that I, I, I am also like, you know, super uh, type A, like I want to get everything done. But in reality, if I only think like that, I'm probably going to get nothing done. Right. And I just been recently just accepting the fact that I, I can't, you know, do every single thing I want to do, but I'm going to get the most important things done. So that's where I'm at. I'm enjoying it. Um, I spent a lot of time freaking partying and I'm, I had already had that phase, but my, my cousins were here for like a week. So we all met up and we partied pretty much every single night and I'm pretty tired right now like of it, of, of partying. So I've been taking it easy. I'm in my hostel and just working away. Um, but yeah, that's the update. And I went surfing, by the way, I went surfing. I went um, surfing for the first time, uh, jumping off a ton of cliffs. This is, uh, I went to Shargao, which is like an island down south. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. And so I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm like, right now, I'm literally just chilling. I was writing in my journal. But yeah, that's the update. Let's go, DJ. Appreciate the freaking update, man. It sounds like you're having a freaking blast over there. Like surfing with the whales and dolphins and other shenanigans over there. <laughs> I'm jealous. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. No, I, I no, I, I didn't do that yet. I didn't do that yet, but I do. Yeah, I, just, I think that's the fun this. I love that. DJ, well, it looks like you're having super, like lots of freaking fun, and I'm super happy for you. And uh, other than that, DJ, how's uh, how, what's your biggest win? My biggest win? What's that? <laughs> I'm taking it to figure <laughs> out my, my morning routine back again, modified, and um, coming back to kind of uh, structure. I love structure. Like I, I honestly felt pretty stressed out. Like because it was like ten days of not working at all. Like that to me is not something I do, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's my big thing. Just going back to a little bit of structure. I love that. And I want to say one thing, DJ. Like I applaud you. Like I know that, especially knowing you like personally and seeing you in person and like seeing how hard you work. I knew that this type of DJ, the partying DJ right now isn't something that would have lasted too long. Um, only because I know that, you know, you're very results driven, you're very process driven and you want to, you know, work. You, that's something that you enjoy doing. So just seeing you out of it uh, for quite some time. I saw a video that you posted the other day. Uh, it looks like you're getting back into routine, getting back into momentum. And that's something I really like to see, you know, like show, you showing up, uh, being consistent. And yeah, I'm sure that you for yourself, you're ready to get back into the full swing of things. And I'm actually super happy to see you active again. So yeah, appreciate the update. I love the freaking wins. And yeah, keep up with the momentum, bro. Keep us updated. Um, last but not least, <laughs> of course, we have Jackie. Jackie, what is your biggest win this week? I know that you're super stoked to share with us. So lay it on us. Let's hear it. Yeah, so there was a few uh, few wins. Um, I Again, I hit another lowest weight, which is sweet. Um, but getting into my size six jeans, I could not believe that I got there, um, especially from my starting place at like 4X. So to say single digit jeans, you know, whatever, it's pretty exciting. 
It's um, hey, 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 it is freaking exciting. All right, stop downplaying that. That's I am like so amazing. I really am excited. And in fact, um, in anticipation of future, I actually picked up a size four, you know, because at some point I'm going to get there. Let's go. Um, <laughs> right? Um, so, no, and I wanted to mention or tag on to what uh, DJ was saying about structure, because um, as you know, I'm in a new place and I've been here just for a few weeks and oh, trying to schedule my entire life back into a new routine with, you know, because, you know, going from days to nights and then trying to do some schoolwork because I am enrolled in university um, and on top of everything else and trying to get some sleep. It's hard to do that. But, I you know, and for the first the first week where I like missed one workout session I thought oh my god you know I can't believe I'm, I'm failing blah blah you know the usual negative shit came into my head but then I thought you know what no 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 you're doing everything you can do and that's the thing because like I was thinking about that today you know I have a number of things that I do on a daily basis that are is moving me forward it isn't just because I hit the gym that's not the only thing I'm doing so many things. So, you know, if I have nine out of 10 things in place and I miss the one thing, it's not going to derail me. So that was a big win for me mentally to go, you know what, it's okay. You're just doing the best you can. And ultimately I'm still seeing results because I'm still consistent with the other nine things. You know what I mean? So that was a huge win mentally, but like physically I'm turning into a little hottie and I love that. <laughs> Let's go! Fucking love that. By the way, Jackie, you're a freaking rock star. I just wanted to point that out there. And I think that what you said was really true. Because how many times have you or anyone else listening to this right now, if you're watching this on the replay, if you're here live, have beat yourself up because you couldn't do that one thing. Or you're focusing on the one thing that could have been better. Maybe someone left that one comment. It's like, you know... When someone like there could be a hundred people complimenting you, you know, giving you a compliment, but then you always focus on that one negative comment. That's like a similar concept, right? Like, let's say you had 10 things on your to-do list and you did nine things, but then you're like, oh, I didn't do that one thing. And then you start beating yourself up. Like I've been there before. DJ has been there before. You've been there before. I'm sure Ellen over here has also been there before. And it's almost like we don't give ourselves enough credit at all, right? We don't give ourselves enough credit to see how much progress we've actually made. And tackling on to what DJ said as well, it's like, you know, you want to get everything done and yes, it'll be so nice to like mark off all the boxes, but you have to understand that it's most likely not sustainable all the time, right? And it's going to do you more harm than good if you just beat yourself up over that one thing you didn't do rather than just, you know what, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to try a little bit better. I'll take the nine things and that one thing, whatever, like I'm just going to move on. I'm going to learn from it. Maybe I have to manage my time better, whatever it is. But I know that the bulk of my progress, the bulk of my work that I'm putting in is still going to move me and move the needle forward anyways. And that's something a lot of times we have to remember to focus on um, because it's so easy to get caught up in the negatives and that can really be draining and that can be very detrimental to um, remembering your vision and remembering why you're hustling so hard in the first place. So I love that you brought that up. I love your freaking wins, fitting into size six, new lowest weight, crushing PRs, and you're freaking like, whoa, full-time nurse and part-time student. You have so much things on your plate and yet you're still not uh, making excuses and you're still showing up for yourself. So all in all, those are some amazing freaking wins, Jackie. I'm super freaking proud of you and you should be as well, okay? Thanks, Kevin. Love that. All right, and my biggest wins... As you know, I went to a event 
this past weekend. And I was, I just got off a call with Ellen earlier and I told her that this event honestly changed my life. Like it really did. Just listening to my coaches, my mentors speak, it was super inspiring. Like I did not expect, like I've went to the event before in February, but this one, honestly, 10 times the value, 10 times the experience, 10 times the life changing. And it was, it was incredible. Like just hearing everyone speak made me realize that I don't really have a crystal clear vision. So if I'm being completely vulnerable, it's like, well, I need to really sit down, think about what exactly what I want. And oftentimes I find myself going through the motions, just dragging myself through the motions. But when I'm not clear on my vision, it can be really hard sometimes for me to actually want to do the things that I know I'm supposed to do. So I think that oftentimes when we get lost in our emotions and we don't have a clear why, we don't have a clear vision, it can be really hard to stay focused on the task at hand. So I'm committing literally this whole week. I've been pondering on this thought. I've been pondering on my vision. I've been pondering on why I'm grinding so hard, why I'm showing up each and every single day. And it's, it's, a, it's really eye-opening just to like uh, sit down and really sit in your thoughts and let everything over the past weekend like marinate in my head. But this is a new level of me. Like if you listen to Monday's Mindset, I feel like that live right there was probably one of my best lives of all time. I think that this event literally sparked a new beast, a new leader, a new coach inside of me. And I can't wait to share this progress and like take you on this journey with me. And I feel that all of us, we literally could be playing at a higher level. All of us. Like, even if you think that you're doing your best, there's always another level. And I think that that right there is what pushes me to grind even harder because I'll be honest, before this event, I was playing small. I was playing at a small level. I was playing at a small vibration. And I felt that there were certain areas that I could have been doing better, but because I almost got complacent, it's like I took my foot off the gas pedal. And I want all of you to like, think about that for a second. Which, where is an area where you feel like you know you could do better, you know that you can improve, but because you're comfortable, maybe you're satisfied with your results and you're not really pushing as hard, right? So really let that sink in for a bit. And it doesn't really have to do anything with fitness related. It could be, you know, your personal life. It could be your career. It could be your school. It could be your relationships. Any aspect where you think that you're not playing at your highest level. And I actually got this from Phil Heath. And this is why I'm speaking about this right now is he talked about if you have big goals that are up here, but your standards are down here, you're never going to achieve those big goals. So what he talked about was you literally have to raise your standards in all aspects of your life in order to meet those big goals. Because if you're in this fitness journey right now and you have big goals, you want to lose 50 pounds, you want to lose 100 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever number that is. If your standards are down here, and I'm not just talking about fitness, I'm talking about your life, I'm talking about your relationships, I'm talking about your boundaries, I'm talking about everything in life, it has to match that standard because you don't just raise your standards in fitness and nutrition and get this result. Yes, sometimes you can, but if you don't raise your standard as your personal development, if you don't raise your standard as the types of people you hang out with or the the the, the media that you consume or whatever it is, then it's going to be really hard for you to maintain that new level of you. So that's something that I really want to bring up. And I really want you all to like take into account because that speech literally changed my whole perspective on everything. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I am literally trying to raise the bar on every single aspect that I do. I literally woke up at 5am this morning and I've been working nonstop. It's been what 
like 15 hours and I've been still grinding, posting content, going live, providing value, getting on calls. Like this is something that literally reignited the fire within my soul. And I'm super happy to like have this version of myself grinding so hard. And again, we all know about work-life balance and everything, but this is something that Again, before I was going through the emotions because I dreaded it, I feel like I had to, but now I'm doing this because I want to, because I love to. So whatever that area is that you feel that you're lacking, I want you all to give that some thought so that you can reignite that fire just so you can reach that next level. So I just want to pretty much brain dump everything on you guys just so you can have that little um, burst of motivation, inspiration, whatever you want to call it and take with that as you will and just run with it. Okay. Because all of you are destined for more. All of you have the potential to reach a higher level and I believe in each and every single one of you. And I can't wait for you to strive to be the best version of yourself. So that's all I have to say with that being said, (laughs) I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like I just brain dumped everything on you, but with that being said, those are my biggest wins. Just going to that event, just, uh, um, absorbing and implementing and becoming committing to a better version of myself. Those are my biggest wins. Um, DJ, you have your mic unmuted. I'm, I'm not sure if you want to say something, chime in. No, I just wanted, I wanted to, I want to ask more on that because like, I, I was I would have loved to be there, but I couldn't Well, Yeah, I couldn't have gone, but what would you say? What would you say? Okay. So was that your biggest takeaway from the entire event that like your standard that you need to raise your standard. What was your biggest takeaway? What what mm. what did you feel like was the biggest nugget? Biggest nuggets, maybe. Honestly, that whole event was really life changing, DJ. Like it's literally something you had to be there. Uh, like you had to be there to witness. Um, but Phil Heath, he delivered probably one of the greatest speeches of all time. Um, I've actually talked about this a little bit on my podcast as well. Like uh, for three days in a row, I was talking about snippets inside the podcast. Another big nugget was emotions like this is from cole and cole talked about how emotions are the root of all success like when we think about the root of success some of you might say discipline some of you might say accountability might say self-belief but cole said emotions yeah and i've actually talked about this um but really briefly like emotions dictate our behaviors which dictates our actions and if we can control our emotions we can literally do anything we set our minds to So that was very powerful, just him um, speaking about that. And instead of like reacting to certain situations, um, like for example, something happens in your life and you feel unmotivated, you're feeling sad, you want to beat yourself up. Instead of reacting to it, you have to respond to it accordingly. And I've actually talked about this as well. It's like using the analogy of a first responder, right? Like first responders, like paramedics, firefighters, policemen, they're called first responders. They're not called first reactors. They don't react and get overwhelmed and shocked that the house is on fire and, you know, kids getting kidnapped, like whatever it is, they respond to the situation accordingly. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't matter what's going on. They respond to it. So that's how I like to look at it. So it doesn't matter what's happening in your life. You have to choose to respond to the situation accordingly and not just react to it. But yeah, with that being said, Jackie Ellen, uh, the floor is yours. If you have any questions, any struggles whatsoever, and now is your time to shine. I know me and Ellen, we kind of talked back and forth earlier, but Jackie, any, uh, any struggles, anything you want to ask? Um, well, basically the last couple weeks, my struggle has just been the scheduling thing and I'm, I'm getting there now because I had picked up some extra shifts. So 
it was her, but I'm now in a little routine now with work, which is fine. But um, I just wanted, I don't have a struggle, but I wanted to comment on your, uh, your Monday video um, about your, uh, ah, I'm losing my words, that conference you went to and, and the, the man you listened to. Yep. Um, I just wanted to comment, um, I really believe in like paying it forward. And the thing is, is that I know that that's a win for you, uh, you know, getting some new information, uh, gaining a new perspective, reigniting your fire. But I have to say it's a win for us because when you come back from those kinds of things and you share what you've learned, which I love when people share what they've learned, it helps us too. And, you know, uh, aiming higher is so sweet. And like, um, I've noticed that I can do that at work myself because I love teaching and so when I have the opportunity to teach someone um, how to do something or give a patient's family some education, um, it's wonderful. And like in, in, that, in that spirit, um, I have an example because talking about going from thinking small to thinking big, I had changed my degree program actually because initially I was going after my registered nurse certificate, which is great. Um, nurses rock. I love nurses. I am a nurse. But um, I went from thinking, you know, do I want to be the floor nurse or do I want to run the building? Mm. And so that's why I changed my degree. So now I'm going to become the administrator and run my own facility. So my thought process went from being the worker bee to being the guy that owns the building and running the whole thing. And so my, I, I always wanted to serve and I, I always, I, that's part of the, the biggest part of nursing that I love is being able to serve my patients. And making them a little happier and healthier and better and whatever I can do. But like in terms of thinking small to thinking big, my turn my my thoughts were from handing out medication and doing those things, which are so important, to being able to contribute to someone's well-being on an even greater level by changing policy and you know, helping them in a larger sense. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, your thinking went from thinking small to thinking big, immediately my mind went to, that's exactly what, I never realized it at the time, but now I'm thinking, that's what I did too. And I, I'll tell you, it's a wonderful shift because it makes that mountain a little higher to climb, but you know what, we're gonna climb the mountain. And then when we get there, we'll find another mountain off in the distance and we'll climb that too. So I just wanted to say, I really appreciated the fact that you shared that information with us. Um, and I am hoping that as I learned in some things, I can share my information with you guys and all of us can share what we learned, but keep going to those conferences because we win too. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, your results, your experiences, your happiness, and everything that you experience inside this program is something that I want to replicate in this mentorship program that I'm in. Like me and DJ, we're in the same mentorship program and we love our coaches. We would do anything for them. Like, that's the type of culture. That's the type of environment that I am striving to replicate. So whatever it takes, I am obsessed with like client delivery. I want to make sure that you get the best possible experience. I want to make sure that you're getting the best possible results. So whatever it takes, like, you know, whether I have to jump on a call with you to see whether or not you're struggling with something, I'm going to be there. If you need help with whatever, like mindset issues, whatever it is, training, nutrition, I'm going to be there. If it, you need help with something that's unrelated to like mindset, training, nutrition, I'm going to be there. Like at the end of the day, my goal is to serve as well. My goal is to serve you at the highest possible level so that not only you reach your fitness goals, but you also bring out the fullest version of yourself in all aspects of your life. That that's literally my vision. That's literally my goal. And I'm getting goosebumps. I'm just thinking about that right now, because like, 
even when I came up with, um, this is a little bit backstory, but, um, this, even when I came up with my brand name, right. When I was talking about vision, when I was talking about my last name, I was like, huh, how can I combine these two words together? And I came up with the words vision. And as you know, if you listen to my podcast, it's literally called a vision includes you. And the reason why it's called a vision includes you is because it's literally a play on words. I complied, I combined a vision and vu together to get vision. And what a vision includes you means is that if you want to achieve a vision, you're going to be the one who has to put in the work. You're going to be the one who has to make your vision come to life. You have to turn your vision into reality. Like there's no, there's no like, um, oh, I have a vision and I'm going to achieve all these things just because I said I have a vision. No, you have to be the one who, to make it come to life. And that's literally my purpose. Like I'm speaking out all my goals to, to existence. Like I literally have my vision board right here, which I've accomplished at least 60 to 70% of everything that I set up for this year. And I want all of you to do the same, right? Like whatever goals that you have, I, I know that for like, without a doubt, you're going to achieve it as long as you keep putting, pushing forward. And that's also another golden nugget and that I've learned from the event. And this is from Caleb Zisk. And he was talking about like, there was a point in his time or like in his life where he hit rock bottom. And when I'm saying rock, rock bottom, I actually got emotional just thinking about this. And he couldn't buy a Christmas present for his wife or his wife or girlfriend at the time. Like there was a Christmas not too long ago. I think it was three years ago. He couldn't buy a Christmas present because he was dead broke and he got emotional just speaking about it. And he made a promise and a commitment that day to never get to that place ever again. So he built his business and built his business. And that drive was allowed, well, allowed him to like push through and persevere through anything that came his way because he made that commitment. He refused to play small. Like he made a commitment to never play small again. And every single time that he faces adversity, he said that the key here is to always take that one step forward. You should never, ever, ever throw in the towel. Things might be hard right now. You might want to quit. You might want to throw in the towel. You might want to give up. Whatever it is, all you have to do is take that one step forward each and every single day. Some of you might be going through heartbreak. You might lose your job. You might be dealing with this recession and all these other things, a death in the family, your cat died, whatever it is. You have to find a way to keep showing up. You have to find a way to put one foot over the other, despite the hardships, despite the adversities, despite whatever it is that you're going through. And just hearing that, you know, how he was able to persevere even at his rock bottom and he still found a way. It's like, wow, I resonate with that. And I cannot let this person down because if you choose to quit, if you choose to give up on yourself, you're letting that person who was at rock bottom down. So I want all of you to think about that for a second. Where were you at at rock bottom? And every single time you refuse or like you're feeling about quitting, just remember you might end up there again. And if that pain is so strong, you would do everything in your power to never ever stoop that low again. And that was super powerful. So yeah, I, I honestly might've shed a few tears. I'm not going to admit it, but uh, <laughs> it was something that, you know, this event was once in a lifetime experience. And I'm super happy that I was able to get the opportunity to go fly out, meet my mentors, had so many high level conversations. And I'm here like sharing that experience with all of you.
because all of you literally have the potential, right? And it's just a matter of you getting outside your own way and, you know, making it happen. Like stop making excuses and just overcome every single adversity. You have to show up. You have to be consistent. You have to put in the work. And over time, you're just going to reap the benefits. But if you give up today, then the only guarantee is that you'll never make it. So welcome. thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of golden nuggets. Um, and thank you again, Jackie, for uh, bringing that up. Uh, I almost forgot to share that. Um, with that being said, with that being said, I'm not sure if anyone has any other comments on my little ramble. I feel like this whole <laughs> this whole meeting is just me rambling about my experience. Um, but other than that, I wanna I wanna serve all of you. So, does anyone have any other any other struggles? Ellen, Jackie, uh, DJ, <laughs> let me know. You and I kind of already talked about this, so but I'll just do it briefly for the main call. Um, I for. I realize that if I don't plan out my meals and like prep when I say I'm going to, I absolutely fall off the wagon with eating it like, you know, all the junk food or eating out more. And I'm so good about, you know, making my overnight oats and doing my meal prep. And this last weekend, I just did not get the time to do it. And this week I have not stayed on. So it is just so important for me. And I'm learning this about myself to, to do the planning, do that on the weekend. So I'm ready for the weeks when I don't, it's hard for me to stick to my, my plan for the week. So that's all. Just have to do the plan that I plan. So I succeeded the plan or also failed the plan. For sure. For sure. And there's a, like that one famous quote, like if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. So I, number yeah. one, yeah. number one, first of all, I do want to say, I appreciate you opening up. And I want to say that, you know, because you're speaking up, there's also the opportunity for you to solve this problem. So with that being said, what is the main thing that's holding you back when it comes to not planning your meals ahead? Um, it was just being so busy, like with work this week, I was working probably um, 12 hour days. And then when I was done with work. I wanted to like just sit on the couch or like I got my workout in at lunch, but then I just wanted to like sit on my couch and watch TV and I would do that. And then I would realize, oh, okay, it's time to go to bed. Oh, I haven't made my oats yet. Oh shoot. Uh, I'm tired. I'll just, deal with it tomorrow and then I don't deal with it the next day and I did that like three days in a row so today I'm going to make my oats and now I have plenty of bananas that are ready to go in them so I'll make a whole bunch to cover the next like two weeks it well week week but gotcha yeah yeah it's just busy and then being tired and saying oh I'll do it later no you won't no I know I won't mm. I, <laughs> you know I love that I love that okay so how long does it actually take you to prep your oats and everything about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Okay. So is that a matter of, I don't have time because 25 minutes, like it's literally, you can be prepping this while you're in this meeting, right? Like literally, um, and you could just multitask, yeah. right? So it's not a matter of, I don't have time. It's just, you know, you forget about it and you put it off, you put it off, put it off. And then eventually it's time for bedtime. And then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to do it tomorrow. But you, you know yourself and you're not going to do it tomorrow. Same yeah. type of ordeal. Okay. So I'm going to reference the event again, um, because Phil Heath actually talked about this, right? Um, and he talked about when you're undergoing like a fitness transformation or you're in a journey yourself, you're not just developing your body. And the reason why he 
won seven times at the Mr. Olympia. And if you don't know what the Mr. Olympia is, just think of it as um, uh, the NBA championship. But again, for a solo, whatever. Let's just think about it like he won like a gold medal at the Olympics. It's not the Olympics, but it's Mr. Olympia. But yeah, anyways, one of the greatest, uh, um, I was going to say basketball, no, bodybuilders of all time, okay? So he talked about, he knew he was going to win, not because of the work that he put in, like inside the gym and sticking with his diet, whatever. He knew he was going to win because he was developing up here. He was developing his mind. And what I mean by that is on the days when he was super sore, he was super tired, super unmotivated, he would still go to the gym. Even when he was facing adversities, he lost his mom, lost his dad, lost his best friend. He still went to the gym. And the reason why he knew he was going to win is because he was able to convince his mind to do the things even when he didn't want to do. Even when he was feeling exhausted, even when he was feeling tired, even when he was feeling unmotivated. Because he knew that all he had to do was win the battle up here, right? So the reason why I'm relating this back to you, Ellen, is because... Oftentimes we listen to that voice at the back of our heads saying that, oh, I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted. I'm going to do it tomorrow. That voice, you already know yourself that you're not going to do it tomorrow. So in order for you to like understand that in order for you to get this result, you're going to have to do it even when you don't feel like it. So the next time you're telling yourself at the back of your mind that, you know what? I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling lazy. I don't want to do this. That's when you get up and you do it because not only you're getting your meal prep done, but you're also developing this character. You're developing this mind. And that's the most important part of any fitness transformation is developing your mind, like developing your mind to do the things that you know you're supposed to do, even when you don't feel like it, that's the most powerful thing. So, um, it's not necessarily about, I don't have time. It's necessary is pretty much disciplining yourself to get the things done because you're going to feel so much better afterwards because Ellen, let me ask you for the three days, you put it off, put it off, put it off and you didn't get to it. How did you feel? Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta unmute yourself. You're, you're muted. All right. Um, like it's nagging at me. It's stressing me out probably more not doing it than if I would have just taken the extra 25 minutes and done it. Right. Yeah, not great. That's exactly it. And how would you feel knowing that if you actually did do it and you took 25 minutes and you did it three days ago, how would you feel then? Back on track. Definitely better. Yeah. Um, You'll feel better. Yeah, I just need to do it. Exactly. Right. So same things like this isn't, this is, this isn't like a logistics, like a, like a time issue or like anything like that, it's more of a psychological issue. You know, you just have to convince up here to do the things even when you don't want to, because let's be honest, we're not going to want to meal prep all the time. We're not going to want to show up to our workouts and like, you know, get our steps in. But if we can develop it up here, then you're already going to be successful. Right. So Alan, that's going to be my best piece of advice is like, when you have that voice at the back of your head saying that you're tired, that you're exhausted, just remember that when you can win the battle up here, you're already halfway across the battle. You're already going to be successful. Okay. Like, and just remember this conversation, like literally you're, you're literally winning that battle for that end, 
the end feeling, which is you're going to feel better. You're going to feel like you're on track. You're going to feel like, wow, I'm actually super productive. I'm making progress towards my goals rather than, oh, if I put it off now, then I'm going to feel like shit afterwards. And then I'm going to beat myself up and then I'm going to feel stressed and overwhelmed because I didn't do it. Set a time on your phone, 25 minutes and just commit to the task. Don't even think, just do. Got it? Love it. Awesome. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else have any other questions, any struggles, any comments, concerns, feedback? Let me know. And how can I help? Um, I just wanted to uh, make a comment about what Ellen said, because yep. I think she made a really good point about, you know, when you know yourself, you can make better choices. And like, um, I think that when I look back at different things, different moments where I thought I failed or I had to start over or whatever, I now look at them and go, you know what, I'm glad I did it because it reiterated and reinforced what I know about myself. And in terms of planning, um, I do meal prep as well, obviously, and I work 12 hour days. So basically, I know for a fact <laughs> that when I get to the end of my 12 hour day, I'm ready for bed too. I'm not ready to sit in the kitchen and cook for an hour, like even 25 minutes. That's a lot of time when you've been on your feet for 12 hours. But so what I'm saying is like seven o'clock in the evening, Jackie really appreciates two in the afternoon, Jackie, the day before having done the prep for the two or three days. Cause I know by the time I'm done the day, I'm going to be so rote. And then the mo next morning when I get up and I have my shower and blah, 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 the food's already in the fridge. I just grab it and go. Cause I, you know, as a 12, well, if you work 12 hour days and you're prepping a lunch and a supper, not just getting your oats. You're talking three meals. You have to prep plan for that. So I know for a fact, that's what I will feel is happy when I know that they're sitting there, even though it's tiring the day before, just take, and like a, what I end up doing actually, and this is getting a little technical, but anyway, what I end up generally doing is in the morning while I'm cooking my breakfast, I start while the, you know, while the eggs are cooking, boom, I'm measuring out my meat, I'm measuring out my vegetables and I'm throwing it into my prep, like I'm prepping all my meals in anticipation. So the meal prepping, but like, anyway, back to my original point, the fact that I failed or thought I failed or whatever, fallen, stumbled number of times in different areas, not just the meal prep thing, believe me, <laughs> I mean, I make fresh mistakes in every area. Um, I've learned from them. And that's the important thing. You know, you're learning from the mistakes, not just going, oh, I'm a loser. I'm no, 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 no. Now I make the better choices and I'm much more successful because I learn from experience, which is usually how most wise people, uh, uh, you know, walk about in the world. They say, wow, you're so smart. Yeah, it's because I screwed up so many times. I now know what not to do, not just what to do, you know. So I think that was a really good point, Ellen, because like you say, when you know yourself, you know yourself. And you know what you will do and what you won't do and uh, what is going to make you happier in the long run. So good luck with the oath thing. I don't do oaths, but good luck. And I'm sure you will do it. So, uh, no, I really I appreciate that you mentioned that. Thank you. Thanks, Jackie. I love the um, 2 p.m. Jackie versus 7 p.m. Jackie. I think I'm going to use that <laughs> when I'm like trying to talk myself out of it. No. Yes. You know? 5 a.m. Ellen is gonna is gonna be mad at you if you don't do this. You know, so there you go. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, and I think there's another quote too, which is, "Do something that your future self will thank you for." Like I think that's very cliche. You probably heard it a million times, but it's so true. Like literally, you're gonna feel so much better because you you've done it, right? And just adding on to Jackie's point, like one final point is like, 
if you know yourself and you know that, oh, if you put it off, then you're obviously not going to do it tomorrow. Like we all say that, like how many times have you said tomorrow, 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 and tomorrow comes, you never do it. Like we're all guilty of it. Okay. Even, even me. And I think that the biggest thing is just to break that pattern, right? If you know yourself and you say tomorrow and you know that you're going to not do it tomorrow, I want you to start instilling a new belief in yourself because I want you to start trusting yourself more. If you say that, okay, I'm going to do it at, you know, 5 a.m. I'm going to do it at 7 p.m., 2 p.m., whatever it is, and you actually commit to it, then you're also going to be building trust in yourself and you're going to be a much more reliable Ellen. You're going to be a more reliable version of yourself because now you're not going to be a person who's like, oh, I forgot this week and then I remember the next week and then I forget that this week, two weeks in a row, whatever it is. You're going to be a person who does it no matter what. And this is something that I've started doing as well. And it might be a stupid example, but um, oftentimes I would, uh, for example, we have a water filter, right? It's like one of those like big tanks. And sometimes like before I would like, I would fill up this big ass water bottle right here. And then I wouldn't refill the water bottle or sorry, the, the water filter. And then, you know, sometimes my girlfriend would get mad at me and be like, oh, you didn't refill the water filter. But then now I just make it a habit to refill it every single time. Because now it's not like, oh, well, I took water and then I'm not going to refill it this time and then that time. No, I just build that trust in myself. It literally takes like under two minutes. So I'm like, you know what? Every single time I refill my water, I'm just also going to refill that water filter. And that builds trust in myself because now I'm not negotiating of like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? No, do it every single time. And that's how I start trusting myself again. Like I just don't miss. Do it every single time. It's like doing dishes. It's like doing laundry. Whatever it is, you stick with a schedule. You're like, I don't fucking miss. And that's the type of person that you have to start believing in yourself to be. Otherwise, if you start negotiating, then some days you're going to have breakfast. Some days you're not like, no, you're going to have breakfast every single day. And that's the type of character that you're also going to be. So that's something I just wanted to add on. Hopefully that wasn't uh, <laughs> too cliche of an, an example. But yeah, that's just my personal story. But other than that, I feel like we covered a lot. Um, if everyone, anyone has any other questions, please raise your hand and we can go over it. But I feel like I haven't heard from DJ in a while. I think this guy's literally just ghosting us or fell back asleep or something. DJ, where have you been? He's alive. I just don't have any questions. I'm just taking <laughs> it in, man. I love it. I love it. DJ, yeah. I know it's super early for you. I have you. no questions. I'm just, I'm here. I'm here absorbing. I love that. No, yeah. we appreciate you being here. Even though we can't see your beautiful face, uh, we appreciate you and your presence. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Cool. Appreciate you guys. Yes, of course. So with that being said, um, what else did I want to add? By the way, I am super committed. Like after this event, I am super freaking committed to like making this experience. I know I already said it before. Legendary. I want to make this the best possible experience for all of you. So I would just want to take the next couple of minutes and just ask, you know, the ladies here inside this program you believe that there's anything I could add, modify, adjust about this whole experience just to make it even better? Anything. I can be all ears. Please let me know. Ellen, Jackie? Um, I, I really like how you have implemented the option to meet one-on-one. -on -one. And I, I told you this earlier because we had our one-on-one -on -one today. And I just loved it. And I got so much value from it. Um, I think that that would, I would almost suggest that be like standard for the program and that you every month share the link again and say, okay, everybody remember to schedule your one-on-ones if you want one.
like I would encourage you to do that every month so we remember to do it too because I was only able to book out two months which is fine but I was like yeah I want to book all my months with you right now and when I don't if you don't remind me later it's not going to happen so I would suggest doing that because I think those one-on-ones are super valuable yes I love that yeah for sure that's something I can definitely um do like I already have the I already sent out the link to everyone in terms of um, posting inside the Facebook group I, te- I tell everyone it's optional um and by the way the calendar link it's rolling 60 days in advance so yeah. I know I do understand that you want to you're super eager to like schedule everything um ahead of time um the only reason why I don't do like you know four months five months because it's still in the future where I don't know like I don't know if I'm gonna be busy that day or whatever it is so just 60 days just so I have it on my radar and have it on your radar as well, because I don't want you to like forget about it or like overcommit. So that's something why I only keep 60 days, but Ellen, I believe if you still use that same link, since you already had your first session, you should be able to book for November. So just adding that. Yeah. And go ahead. I think that's totally fine. But I, like, I know as a group monitor or whatever, cause our admin, you can schedule your, like a post. So I would recommend just, on the first of every month, have a scheduled post go out. Here's the link again if you want to sign up for a got thing it, this month. It. That's a good that idea. would help me. No, no, that's, that's a good idea. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's something I would definitely implement. Um, October's right around the corner, which is freaking crazy. So I'm going to be sending out a post as well. So with that being said, I want to say thank you, everyone who showed up. Uh, we had a smaller house, but it's a lot more intimate. And I actually kind of like these team meetings. I'm not going to lie. Like if only two of you tune in and I can be like, pour my heart and soul and like serving you to the best of my ability. I'm okay with that as well. So uh, with that being said, thank you once again for all of you who are showing up for yourselves. Um, I will see you all again next week. And if you have anything else, feel free to reach out and it's your coach signing off. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.